Absolutely nothing beats windshield time. Welcome back to Dan the Road Trip Guy, a podcast where we have candid conversations about life lessons learned on the road. I'm your host, Bimmer enthusiast and road trip extraordinaire, Dan Neal. And now on to the show. It's just me today and no guest on the show. And I just was uh, reminiscing about my childhood with a coworker yesterday and, and just felt like putting this out there and keepsake for me, if nothing else. And growing up, I had wonderful parents and my dad was an owner operator of a big rig. The truck I remember is a 67 Kenworth. And he drove that from probably 1967 to 1989 when he retired. Growing up, all I ever wanted to be was a truck driver. You know, I think as kids, we always want to be something, astronaut, fireman, policeman, race car driver, which, yeah, maybe I wanted to be that a little bit too. But I vividly remember wanting to be a truck driver, just like my dad. I loved the open road. I loved the thoughts of the independence and freedom you got from that. And so that's what I wanted to be. And I remember sitting in the truck, you know, I was probably six years old when he got it. And I would sit in that driver's seat and pretend I was a truck driver, even put on his hat every now and then uh, to make myself really look like a truck driver. I know there's a picture somewhere of that. It was a cool truck. It was green and white and gold. I think his favorite color must have been green because we had a lot of green green stuff. He would later on paint the truck into a scheme that he had come up with. He hauled freight at first, then he hauled some produce, and he he wrapped up his career probably the last mm, uh, 18 or so years hauling steel and steel-type products on flatbed and then in a dry van. I think maybe he got tired of tarping those loads uh, because that was a tough job. But, you know, he'd sit in that seat and and they were burgundy and white striped and had a sleeper and you just pretend you were a truck driver that was in CB days. So you're talking on the CB. It had an eight track player. He took great pride in that truck and, and keeping it running and doing things to it, enhancing it uh, all along the way, he even lengthened out the frame of it to make it uh, a longer chassis on the on the truck when i was nine years old i spent the summer with him riding around the kind of the east coast of the u.s from florida south florida i remember i'll never always remember the smell of florida i think from those trips down there and we'd go to cleveland i remember there was uh, he would haul fish out of cleveland and the plant was so cold uh, it was just very cold to stand in there while they loaded the trailer with frozen fish we'd go to pittsburgh and i remember those streets they were kind of cobblestone where they would go and and load produce great memories of being on the road with him and he had a partner at that point uh willie babb and uh, so they hauled produce together and then when he hauled steel he was he was by himself i just remember wanting to be a truck driver so i was I was probably in, I was in college and I kept telling him I wanted to be a truck driver. And he said, well, that's fine, but you got to go to college. And I think dad, maybe I'd wished he had been able to go to college. Didn't, uh, he would have been a great engineer. Wasn't a thing the man couldn't fix or come up with some part to make it work even better. I think it was important to him for us to go to college and have a college education. I was in college. I don't believe I was married yet, and I'd always told Linda I wanted to be a truck driver, and she seemed okay with that, and maybe we would have hit the open road together and, and saw the U.S. 
One day we were sitting at home. He said, hey, I've got to run down to Tennessee. You know, it was a short run from our home, a few hours. And why don't you go with me? And so we had to spend the night. And so we slept in the truck. I think I might have slept in the sleeper. And he just kind of leaned over the doghouse, which, uh, you know, was between the two uh, seats in the cab and covered the engine. And at least that's what he called it. And for the life of me, I'm I'm not sure why, unless it's just because it kind of looked like a doghouse. But anyway, I remember us sleeping in the truck. I remember we unloaded, we headed home, and he let me drive for a little bit. And I just remember he's so patient. He was so patient with me. From time to time, he'd say, you know, there's a lot more road on your side over there if you want to move over just a little bit. And then uh, trying to change gears in that truck, it had two transmissions, a five-speed and a four-speed. And you really had to finesse those uh, to change them. He had to get those revs just right, which he, I don't think I ever heard him rake a gear. I raked a few gears. I finally got it back in gear and we were headed down the road and we got home and, you know, we probably had dinner and we we're sitting around and he looked at me and he said, so you still want to be a truck driver? And I said, you know, dad, I, I don't think so. And he said, good. So I think, uh, I think that pleased him. I think it was a rough life. Uh, when you're on the road all the time. I remember he would leave on Sunday afternoons, usually around three o'clock, depending on where he had to go. So he might have left earlier. He might have left a little later. And uh, we might hear from him once a week. Um, He would typically return home on a Friday or Saturday sometimes. And then Saturday was filled with getting the time was filled with getting the truck ready uh, for the next week. Because, you know, if the wheels weren't turning, you weren't earning. He would spend his Saturdays Uh, maintaining the truck, and then hit the road again on Sunday. Looking back on that, I've heard people say, you know, who have, you know, a traveling parent or something, oh, no big deal. It's quality time when they're home. And it was. It was a good time when he was at home. He made time to, to do things. But looking back on that, there were a lot of missed opportunities when he was on the road. And we wouldn't hear from him very often because back then it was expensive to make a phone call. There were no cell phones like you see everybody talking on today. So that call home, you know, could have been a dollar or two a minute. I don't remember the exact cost, but he would usually call home once a week. Couldn't wait to answer the phone. And uh, then he and mom would, would talk for a while. I truly miss both my parents. My dad died a a um, little over nine years ago, mom almost uh, eight years ago, coming up in December. Wonderful parents, miss them both, and I think I'm glad I'm not a truck driver. If anybody ever offered me the chance to ride across the country with them, I'd probably take them up on it. For now, I'm very content not to be a truck driver. That's about it. Just a childhood memory. I encourage each of us to think about our memories, write them down, record them. We've got these handy little devices these days that uh, make it easy to record. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dan the Road Trip Guy, and we look forward to having you back again next time. In the meantime, if you want to find me, you can find me on the internet at Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Neil, N-E-A-L, dot com. Until we meet up again, keep having conversations and keep driving. Mm -hmm.